They say baseball pitching wins, but the Brewers, do they have enough of that and enough offense? We've seen in the past that, hey, the Brewers could have all the pitching in the world, but they've not been able to score any runs. We'll get to that. Your concerns with this year's team as they take the field in spring training. All that more coming up next here on Locked on Brewers. You are Locked on Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Brewers. Your host, Chuck Freeman here. Good to have you along. The Brewers pitching, man, the, it has taken a significant hit. Went from what, being one of the best staffs in baseball. Now I think it's in the lower third. We'll get to that coming up here a little bit. Your concerns for the team going into camp here. Uh, I think everybody's always has concerns about their baseball team, no matter how good or how bad they might be. And the Brewers won't be bad, but they're not World Series caliber. I don't think at this point. That's just, uh, you know, I'm not overstating or understating anything there. We'll get to all that coming up here. Chuck Freeman, Lockdown Brewers, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. And this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel, make every moment more. New customers join today. You'll get $100, $150 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash backslash locked on L-O-C-K-E-D and get started today. All right. The Brewers have got started down at uh, Arizona. You know, they've rolled out the bats, the balls. Guys have trickled in. They'll start workouts here in the coming days and all that. And first spring training game is, uh, I believe, a week from Saturday and all that. And, uh, yeah, I, I think there's definitely some concerns with the Milwaukee Brewers going into camp. Some things that we thought were going to get patched up. Other things that just didn't get patched up. Things that still remain uh, wide open with this team. Uh, as far as third base is concerned, I, I I just thought that would be a place that they would really concentrate on in the offseason. I mean, that's my biggest concern. Yeah, the pitching staff is one, but um, you know, I thought they'd take care of the, the third base spot. We'll get to that coming up here in a little bit. Uh, pitching, as I mentioned at the top, the Atlanta Braves proved this in the 90s. You could have all the pitching in the world in a regular season, but when you get to the postseason and you're losing games two to one. Three to two, one nothing. You know, Felix Hernandez is going out there and throwing 15 shutout innings against you, and you're not scoring any runs. Uh, yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. That was a problem for the Braves. Okay, that was a problem for the Braves. Well, they only won one World Series title out of all those great pitching, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, Hall of Fame teams. And I'm not comparing this rotation to that at all. But the Brewers did have two pretty good starters at the top of that rotation with Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff. Two excellent, excellent guys you could hang your hat on. They have neither of that right now. They have neither of that right now. And and the names that I'm I'm seeing out there, uh, Peralta, Miley in the two-hole, Junis is probably going to be a starter, three, Ray, Hall, Joe Ross into that. Wow. That rotation, it almost makes me scream for Adrian Hauser. Can we get him back at all on this team? Yeah, there's just so many concerns with that starting rotation right now. Um, And not only that, the rotation, but offensively, are they that much of an upgrade over last year where, you know, we weren't throwing Maddox and Smoltz and those guys out there, but 
our pitchers, the Brewers pitchers, were putting up a lot of quality starts. Unfortunately, a lot of those quality starts ended up with no decisions or even losses because the offense didn't come to play and the offense just was not suitable. I think my biggest problem last year with Matt Arnold, that he looked at the roster and, 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 and he obviously thought that roster was good enough offensively that they were going to compete. Is this roster offensively strong enough to compete? They want they made one major upgrade. Well, Churio, I can't count that just yet because hasn't played an inning of Major League Baseball. I'm not saying he's not going to be great or could be great or whatever, but we don't know. He is a big unknown on this team right now. A lot of upside, a lot of potential. A lot of people say a lot of nice things about him, but let's let him grow here. Let's not put too much pressure on Jackson Churio, who should be in the opening day lineup unless he totally busts out in, in spring training. But Reese Hoskins was the only really major addition at first base, okay? They waited late in the game to get him and, and got him at a nice price, I thought, $12 million for this year, and then he's got the option. I mean, I still think that's a great deal for a guy like Hoskins. Uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers to get a guy like this who, had he not been for the injury, uh, he'd probably be making $20 million or $25 million on a roster right now. So he's coming back from the injury, uh, and the Brewers, uh, this is what they do. We know that, um, you know, they get guys at a discount. And I think Reese Hoskins is going to be a big addition. I love that addition, but I still think you need more. I still think they needed to do more. And with third base, I, I think when you look at teams that are successful and do well in the postseason, not just the regular season, post you need to be strong at the corners, outfield and infield. And right now, when we're scratching our head, trying to figure out, boy, is this guy good for third base? How about Andrew Monasterio? He was good last year. How about um, Tyler Black, another own unknown? Another guy who might be great. We don't know. We, we just don't. He might, might turn up better than Shorio. Uh, you know, we don't know all that. But at third base right now, uh, that is uh, in addition to the pitching staff. Third base, I am so I'm disappointed that they have not significantly upgraded that spot significantly. I mean, that was, I, I think you add a third baseman either through trade or, I mean, a, a veteran third baseman. You, you add it. If you had added somebody through to that or through free agency or whatever. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, you have to go out and sign Mike Schmidt. For those of you to young guys out there, that was like growing up as a kid. He was like one of the best third baseman in the game, the Phillies third baseman always among the leaders in home runs. But I'm not saying you have to go out and sign a guy like that or Wade Boggs. We played third base with uh, Boston. Um, but go out and sign yourselves to get a guy who uh, you need a guy at third base who's going to hit in the heart of the order. The Brewers don't have that. I'm telling you, that's that's a, that's that's we're going to look at that third base spot. If something does not get done and say, how has that never been addressed? It's getting like the first base job. You know, the first base job uh, hasn't been addressed. Although I saw Moustakas was signed by the White Sox. I'm not saying we should have gone there. He, I think he got a minor league contract or a non-roster invitee with the White Sox. A couple of years ago, I would have liked to have Moose, but uh, I'm not saying that's the, that would have been the case. But, um, you know, I, I, don't, I just don't know where Moose is at at this point. But uh, third base was a spot they needed to upgrade and 
uh, and they didn't do it. And I think that is going to be a problem. We're going to be rotating. We shouldn't third base should not be a platoon spot on a championship level team. Third base should not be a spot where this guy's playing third base this day. And this guy's playing third base. And we're going to throw Monasterio out there today. I just don't want that to happen. And I think this is the road we're going to go down. Okay. Uh, we come back. We're going to be taking, uh, I, I put out there on Twitter, your biggest concerns. Got a lot of response on that. So we'll get to all that coming up next. Uh, this show is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is the number one sports book in America. There's no doubt about it. FanDuel, uh, and with all the deals they got, why not check into FanDuel? Uh, you know, playing college basketball coming up on Saturday and all that. Get into the game. It's cold outside. It's it's not fun to be outside uh, in Wisconsin, even though the weather's not as bad as, as it usually is right now. Still, watching college basketball and all that is is a fun thing to do, man. Games go over, you know, two hours. They just line up the games on a Saturday afternoon. And right now, FanDuel, America's number one sports book, has got all the action. Right now, get new uh, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets. 150 bucks with any winning $5 bet. Parlays, money lines, spreads, propositions. And of course, NBA, nighttime NBA. There's a couple of afternoon games on a Sunday afternoon, but all the NBA, NHL, it's all there for you as well. And, of course, Major League Baseball uh, comes your way here um, with everything you need. They have props on Major League Baseball as well. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot today uh, and get the $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. Simple, easy to use. Payouts are great. Everybody I know who's used this has come up with a big thumbs up. Uh, Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to shoot your shot today. FanDuel official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are coming right back after this timeout. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Chuck Freeman, your host. Good to have you along here on a Friday as we head to the weekend. You know, just uh, when we watch that first spring training game out in Arizona and, and you see whoever's on the mound, I don't care, uh, or at the plate, it's just, it's just that great feeling being out there. Now, some of you guys I've, I've, I've heard on Twitter that have sent me pictures on Twitter that are already out there, out there trying to get some autographs with your kids and all that, you know, uh, end of February. That's a, that, even though they're not playing, they're working out and you can get in there and, and, and watch and all that. It's, it's always cool. Hey, getting away, especially from Wisconsin. We, I know we have a lot of obviously Wisconsin listeners and followers on this and viewers um, getting down there at the end of February is never a bad deal, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and going to spring training games, everything is right near each other. Um, so you can go see the Brewers at home, on the road, wherever. I mean, I, I think Phoenix has just been an awesome place. And they've really built that up over the years. I mean, Scottsdale is just amazing. Um, uh, you know, it's just, it's become a little commercialized. Uh, you know, I think back in the 80s and 90s, you used to go to the spring training. And, you know, you'd see, not that you don't see cactuses, but you'd see cactuses everywhere. And, uh, you know, you'd be riding in a, you'd be driving and driving, driving. And also you'd see a baseball field because you'd be riding and seeing all these fields of vacant, vacant land filled with cactuses. Well, all that land, valuable land has been taken up by businesses and condos and golf courses and all that. So, but I'm telling you, I advise you, if you ever thought about going out to spring training, do it. It is fun being out there and going to games, just relax and kick it back, um, having a beer. In, in that atmosphere, whether you're in the outfield or, you know, in the seats, 
Um, just having a ball game in front of you and BS and, and not even paying really attention to the game sometimes because you get lost when you're what well, that happens at a normal game, but at spring training, just going out there and you know, just kicking back. And I'm telling you, you will feel great after a, a, a you know, one o'clock start out there. Obviously, bring the suntan lotion, bring the hats, bring everything you need, to, whatever. But just being out in that weather in 70 and 80 degree temperatures, um, I'm telling you, it's great for your bones too. Great for your health. It just feels, you'll feel great. And the worst thing about going to spring training is when the wheels touch down on the plane in Milwaukee on the way home uh, and the wheels touch down at the airport and um, there's snow on the ground. You got to walk to your car, take the bags to your car, your ride and all that. And that's the worst part, getting back and seeing oh, back to reality where three and a half hours away is uh, is paradise where they have spring training. So I can't wait. I can't wait for the start of the season to start. Um, all right. Your, your questions about the Milwaukee Brewers and this team. Uh, let's see what you all had to say here. I asked uh, a couple of days ago, and I'll let this marinate out there a little bit. Um, as spring training approaches, what's your number one concern with the Milwaukee Brewers heading into camp? Your answer is below. Eric says, a total lack of direction on the build of the roster. No clear cut, all in or rebuild very much. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I agree with that, Eric. Um, it's hard to tell. They say they're not in a rebuild. I, I think Mark Antanasio just does not want to use that term, rebuild. He doesn't want to use it. He doesn't want to talk about it. Uh, so, But because it sends a message to guys like you and me, Eric, that say, well, you know, we we want to go watch it. I don't want to go watch a team thinking, well, my team's in a rebuild, that it's not competing for a World Series title. You never want the owner or GM to say that, so they're not going to say that. But they are uh, in a combination of rebuild and trying to win. They're not saying. They're not all in. That's for sure. They're they're far from not, not in, all in. They were all in in 2011 when they picked up Zach Greinke in the offseason. Okay, all in in 2018 when they made those acquisitions during the season, got Moose and, and guys like that. That was all in to me. Uh, this team right now, I would not say going out and getting Reese Hoskins. I love him, but that's one pickup. That's not being all in when you trade. You're not all in when you trade your Cy Young Award candidate, Corbin Burns. I still think that sends a bad message to the fans. Uh, I still wish we could have kept him. Would feel better about the rotation. Sam says starting pitching, absolutely. Sam starting pitching, Sam is is, is right. I, I gave you the list of candidates: Peralta, Miley, um, Junis, Ray, Hall, uh, Ross. You know, guys like that. Just guys were hoping that well have better who had better days because of in recent years because of injuries they have not been good like Ross. Um, we're hoping for potential guys to recover, guys to get better. You know, Junis, he's kind of interesting um, in that a guy who's been a starter for or a, a bullpen guy for the most part. D.L. Hall, interesting, you know, got some good stuff, but a bullpen guy for the most part. Colin Ray, journeyman as well. Should we like um, Ray? Um, Colin Ray is pretty much a, a journeyman type of pitcher. Also, Wade Miley. As I said at the Bill Michael show the other day, um, I'm on their statewide network once a week during the baseball season, the Bill Michael show here in Wisconsin. And I, and I said, to him, I said, I said, Miley's just not a number two at this point. Yeah, he's been pitching well, giving them innings, going out there, and, 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 but 
I don't want to bank on a 38, 39 year old. You know, he's not exactly a Hall of Famer, but he's given them good innings. But we're counting on a lot for this guy who they didn't even want at first, uh, I, I believe, and and really the number two guy in this rotation. He's more of a four guy. Love Wade Miley in the four hole, not the two hole on this team. Uh, Rel Panther says, I'm, I'm excited for the potential for the starting rotation, but it's unproven. Have others coming back like Ross from injury. So there's a lot of things that have to go right for this to click. There are. There's a lot. The Brewers have very little margin for error on this team. Yelly's got to have a good year. Uh, you got to have Jackson Churio live up to his potential and don't want to get pressure on a young guy like that, but he is making $10 million a year, and they're putting him out there for a reason, not only to get experience, but to be a contributor to this team. Okay. Um, but you got to grow with a young guy, obviously. And, and the young guys are all, all the young guys have to take a step up. Terang's got to be a better offensive player at second base. He's already a plus plus with his glove. Got to be better. Adamas, if he's on this roster and they're not trading him, it's got to be better in situations that he was last year. Um, you know, the power numbers fine, everything else defensively fine. Uh, but he's got to be able to, um, hit better with runners in scoring position and hit with in, in clutch spots. Okay. Reese Hoskins, 30, 35 home runs need out of that guy. And most importantly, stay healthy too. Got to stay healthy and put the production. Will Contreras, is he going to bounce back and have the season he had last year where he was an all-star caliber player and the MVP of the team offensively? Uh, he was he, a guy who was not picked up to be the offensive MVP, offensive MVP, but he was. And a guy who I've talked about, you got to keep his lineup, his name in the lineup every day, whether you're DHing or having him catch. Okay. Um, so I'm fine. Yeah, just again, some of these uh, Sanchez uh, has not been signed as I've been told yet. Um, we'll find that out. Well, hopefully that'll get done soon here because I think that would be a nice part. You know, seven, eight million dollars for him, maybe a little over, over, overpaid a little bit, but um, yeah, a, a nice bat to have. But yeah, the starting rotation uh, definitely, uh, Pell is, uh, or Rel is definitely a problem. A curse says uh, lack of a solid or even unspectacular proven veteran innings eater for the rotation instead of gambling on a very old veterans, a journeyman, and bounce back candidates. Yeah, no guy in this rotation is going to be Peralta, uh, who you can count on to throw out there for that every fifth day. And you're excited to go to pitch. I mean, over the years, we've got excited. Yeah, who's pitching tonight? Oh, going to the game. Burns is pitching. Oh, awesome. Burns is pitching. Oh, who's pitching tonight? Oh, Woody. You know you're going to get a good start out of Woody. The Brewers don't have that guy who you're looking forward to going to AmFam Field or coming home and watching on the TV from hard day's work and, and watching him pitch. The Brewers don't have that guy right now. They're going to try to say it's Peralta, but he, he's not until he, he proves otherwise. Um Beer Cheese Benny says, how are we supposed to believe we can compete with the rotation we have? We're going to have be testing guys out there who are relievers and expect them to go six or seven innings. Yeah, we're turning some of these guys, relievers, into starters, which is okay. Not just a, like everybody. Peralta, Miley, starters. Colin Ray, starter. Joan, uh, Junis out of the bullpen. Been working out of the bullpen. Hall working out of the bullpen. And Ross is a reclamation project for this team. Ashby. Again, guy coming back from injury, I don't know where we sit with him. We'll see. 
Um, probably going to start the season working out of the bullpen, but I don't know. We'll find out more on, as spring training goes on. Marcus says, uh, from a non-roster standpoint, situational hitting. Too many bad approaches. Got to be pushing runners across and scoring position with less than two outs. Absolutely. How many times? First and third, nobody out, and we can't get that guy in from third base. Woodruff out there battling his brains out. Burns out there. Um, Wade Miley giving all he can. And here we're sitting one nothing because we can't get down one nothing because we can't get a runner in from third base or move the runner from second to third with nobody out. One of those things. I mean, they, they you know, talk about getting guys home from third. They've also had problems moving guys from second to third with nobody out and getting that runner at thirds where a sacrifice fly or a ground ball to the other side of the infield is going to bring him, bring him in. But yeah, situational hitting, big time problem with this team. Uh, Bruce City B says pitching in third base with them trading Burns for not much. We will need a solid rotation. Sure, sure will. Sure will. Uh, it just third base is going to be a problem. We'll get to more of that coming up here in a little bit. Chuck Freeman, Lockdown Brewers, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. You want tickets to sporting events, anything out there in the Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Illinois area, you want to go down there and, and watch stuff. It's all on Game Time. Uh, game Time app, you know, uh, Killer deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, all the best prices guaranteed. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Easy to find tickets. Buy tickets from any kind of event. Like I said, sports, theater, concerts, it's all there. Some good concerts coming to Milwaukee and Wisconsin here in the next several months. And you get it all in game time. Uh, see the view from your seat before you buy it. You know, you look in, you punch it in, and you see the view from your seat. You say, oh, yeah, there. I'll take that one right there. Um, so you know what to expect when you arrive. And all cases, all prices show the total up front so you'll know you'll get a great deal before you check out. Buy the tickets in seconds with two taps. You don't have to go through 17 steps and have your phone freeze up. Uh, no, Game Time makes it really easy. They got all the details and all the deals right up, uh, right up to the start of the event. Even an hour after the event, you can still get tickets right there for, for a game. Let's say you want to get their third inning, go to Game Time. Those tickets will be right there. You got to start with downloading the Game Time app today. Create an account. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN, L-O-C-K-E-D, LOCKDOWN, for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN, 20 bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. That's on Game Time. Chuck Freeman here, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Great to always have you along. Google, Spotify, Apple. We're on all the major downloads. Please go to YouTube, search Lockdown Brewers, hit the bell, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell that alerts you every time we drop an episode here on Lockdown Brewers. We're talking Brewers baseball with you here in February and March leading up to opening day, um, which is right around the corner. All right, more of your questions and concerns about the Milwaukee Brewers. My concern, Trevor, Trevor says, my concern is why can't we spend like many other contending teams? Well, that is the million-dollar question, and that is a question where, you know, it's a baseball issue. It's part Mark Atanasio issue. I mean, a guy is spending his money on other things, and you like to look and think, wow, can you spend some money on our baseball team here instead of spending money on, on British soccer? You know, I'd like to see you spend some of that over here. Invest in our team. Because you're getting 35000 40000 there on a Sunday. Don't take those fans for granted. Don't take them for granted, the fans that are coming out there. I mean, I've said this, and I'll say it again. 
Brewer fans are the best, man. We keep supporting our team going out there and haven't won a championship yet. Haven't won a league championship since 1982. 1982, as you see above me with the copy of the Milwaukee Journal. And that was when the Milwaukee Journal was the Milwaukee Journal, the afternoon paper Milwaukee, and the Milwaukee Sentinel was the morning. That's the Milwaukee Journal behind me right there, which came in the afternoon. I hard to believe we had two newspapers in Milwaukee. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that crazy to even think about that? Um, Tom says veteran pitching. Chicago Adonis says, wish we had a real third baseman aboard, especially with someone like Chapman still available. I 100% agree with you. We'll get to more of those coming up on Monday on the show. More of your concerns. Um, Brewers did make the move for Clayton. Andrews sent him to New York. They DFA'd him anyway. Um, made his 27 debut, pitched like four outings, got a minor leaguer in return. So Clayton Andrews, that was the the news of the week. Um, but really not much news to me. I think Monday we're gonna talk about J- Jacob Mazarowski. He's very interesting. I I hope he works his way onto this team. We're gonna put him in the bullpen though. It is so good, the bullpen. We'll get to more of that coming up next week. It's going to do it. Chuck Freeman, Locked On Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Again, thank you, everybody. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to YouTube. Go to Locked On Brewers right there, and we'll be talking Brewers baseball with you on our beautiful graphics and video that we have, and pop it right up on your TV if you like. And, of course, the audio version, the audio platforms, Google, Spotify, Apple, we're on all the platforms because we're the number one Brewers podcast on the Internet because you great Brewer fans out there growing every day. So long, Chuck Freeman, Locked On Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.